Okay, everyone. So, uh, good afternoon to you. Lovely to uh, uh, see you on the screen uh, here. The period of time that we have together falls into two primary areas. One is there is the 30 minute talk and following on from that if you have any uh, questions or uh, responses uh, do uh, do let me know if anything you'd like to type with the question box also uh, fine as well so um, speaking uh, with you this afternoon i would like to explore a little bit further fresh ways of looking here um, the human experience experiences of uh, heart mind and body just before beginning i'd like just to take a little time to give a just a short reflection over the days and there from uh, what we, the theme for the afternoon so in the process <clears throat> there has been mindfulness of the breathing if we can find and make some time in the daily life of regularity even if it's just two or three short mindful in-breaths and out-breaths it will be of genuine benefit and the mindfulness of breathing contributes immediately to a, a bridge of mind and body mind includes the heart heart and body harmony of um, heart mind and body mindfulness of breathing contributes to the cutting through unnecessary thought mindfulness of breathing uh, contributes to the reduction of stress mindfulness of breathing is a precious training in the quiet focused concentration of the mind so the practice of mindfulness of breathing is a wonderful important practice it's not the top of the list nor the middle nor the bottom there isn't a hierarchy in meditation what that means is through our experience we begin to see different kinds of meditations when practiced regularly bring the benefit and one of those is mindfulness of breathing second as we engaged in over the two days and in the middle period of the online course is this mindfulness of the body and that connection to experience the vitality the sensations the vibrations uh, with the body to really connect with it that will for some bring one much closer to the painful experiences we work to relax into those painful experiences and actually expand our, our capacity to be with pain if we really give it care relax deep attention the pain may dissolve it may be left with um, strong sensations we trust in the clarity if working with pain in the body that the clarity will remind us and inform us when to change the posture so it's not a, a blind act of the willpower it's not some mad determination 
We explore pain, we expand out. The pain is too much. Gently, quietly, we change the posture. So we learn as a human being to have a greater capacity to deal with painful sensations, painful experiences. <clears throat> There's also the stress aspect of this as well, which goes on in the body. And as we know, the body remembers. So memory may have gone, but some painful, emotional, traumatic experience, recent or past, the detail may have been forgotten, but this body, as it were, remembers. And it's getting to know ourselves, that means the physical. When is the stress in, resident in the body, the tensions in the body, the old painful, when is this influencing the present? The more mindfulness we, and which we direct to the body, sitting tall, walking tall, standing tall, reclining long, when we give greater attention to that, we will see and notice much more the early signs of reactivity in the body, old tensions, old trauma, or whatever it might be. This is what we practice. So that we can bring to the living present a clarity and a calmness to it. And if we pick up, oh, sorry, if there are some old stuff, some old reaction, we will pick it up early and we will know quickly this old has no relationship to this which is present. And therefore the old will not influence, exaggerate, distort or inflame because we know this is what is this is what was the knowing the difference between the two is called wisdom it's dharma practice with the living present and with our um, exploration uh, uh, of it, we have been giving encouragement with the states of mind. Sonia has been speaking to you this morning, addressing some of the difficult, unpleasant uh, states of mind, engaging in support to work with uh, experiences, and to find ways in movement, in this case with yoga, so that we don't confine our mindfulness and our meditations to a single posture, but recognize other movements and other postures can be and are in fact equally supportive in this harmony and integration of the being. And that again, part of what our practice uh, uh, actually is. <clears throat> we sometimes, with the mindfulness, in this case, say, the states of mind, um, there can be, so to speak, too much faith in mindfulness. It's got such a, become such a buzzword in society, and uh, I won't talk about that, I've written far too much about it already, 
there, but what I do have in mind here, do not imagine for a moment that just being mindful of something means it will change, transform and go away if it's difficult and unpleasant. It is not enough in a relationship to put our mindfulness onto an object and somehow have a kind of naive trust, a foolish confidence that mindfulness is the answer. And some people say to me regularly, emails on retreats and other circumstances, oh, these teachings, it's just been about being a mindful human being. It's probably as significant as the hand is to the whole of the body. It's important, it's valuable. But to imagine the whole body is the hand, foolish. One always is interested in the bigger picture, every time with this. So what I have in mind here, we are mindful of an experience. The mindfulness of the experience is the preliminary first step. It's the start. Sometimes, of course, one is mindful of it and immediately there's a lot of um, seeing clearly and letting go. So the body of the teachings, Dharma teachings, is Two words, two, three actually, go together. Mindfulness with clear comprehension. The Pali word very precise here. Mindfulness with a clear comprehension of what is actually happening. And that clear comprehension gives support to the mindfulness and the mindfulness gives support to the clear comprehension. In practice, we take the difficult or unpleasant experience and the influence of that. One is, with the mindfulness, it is accompanied with other factors to see at the same time. The obvious one would be recognition of change. This is really a significant one here. So the recognition of the change, changes which are taking place through the experience to really notice these changes there. And in the recognition of that, it may well be that the recognition of that recognizes as a fact, as a simple perception how unsatisfactory these mind states are and they're unsatisfactory because we can't just control them we can't just say oh stop and it, it will stop we can't say oh it's not the right time to experience this difficult mind state um, I think I'll make it next Wednesday afternoon at four o'clock. I'll be free to have a look at it at that time. That would be a better time. Not today, thank you. Do you think the mind state is going to take any notice? Yeah. Oh, we might, uh, we might look and we experience some kind of uh, 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 mind state 
and we say, it's not my fault I'm feeling like this. It's because of what she said. It's because of what he said. Do you think the mind state is going to say, oh, of course, it's not your fault, so I'll go away. I won't come back because it's not your fault. Do you think the mind state is going to take any notice because we are pinpointing the problem? So, or it's all our fault. I shouldn't have done that. I did that. Now I feel absolutely terrible. I feel guilty. I feel miserable. So stupid. Why could I do this? Oh, Etc. And the mind state is like, oh, yes, yes, of course. So don't feel guilty about it. I'll, I'll disappear out of your consciousness because you don't, so you don't feel guilty. I think the mind state, it will not take any notice of postponement, of blaming the other, blaming ourselves. It does not have any interest in it. So mindfulness with clear comprehension is to look at the experience itself to really notice the changes that are going on and quietly, not in a reactive way, kind of acknowledge this mindful state, difficult, problematic, is unsatisfactory due to lack of control, due to not, not wanting it and it's still staying around, due to it might change to something else, better or worse. When people say to me, oh, Christopher, it can't get worse than this. Oh, yes, it can. It can't get better than this. In the happy mind states, oh, yes, it can. So however you presume getting worse, getting better, just staying the same, it's forgetting in the life of the heart and mind, the changes that are going on, clear comprehension is the wish and the interest to see them and not be shy or um, fearful of saying this is unsatisfactory, this, this, the mind state which is arising. <clears throat> the aspect which goes with this so the, the three aspects long since explored in the, uh, the Dharma over the last two, three thousand years, whatever. And that is, with, uh, so to speak, with yourself, perhaps with another. There is you, so to speak, me, so to speak, who look at state of mind and can describe it, can talk about it with your friend, with your partner, uh, with your therapist, with the Dharma, meditation teacher, Dharma, whatever it might be. I just received amongst the, uh, the flow of the emails, one person going through, not, not on this um, course, by the way, but going through especially difficult time. And that is bringing for the person feelings of um, 
loneliness, isolation, lot of unhappiness, and not feeling nourished. And it's not an easy one to live with, of course, and um, to experience uh, there. And the description, we spoke about this, I spoke a couple of days ago about this. In my response, or one of the aspects of it is, there is, what I said was, an emotional health in the experience in when a human being is willing to be open and to share with another or others that experience which shows there is some space around it. It's emotionally healthy. The contraction adds more pressure and the self, I and my, tightens up around it there. But what is common and what we can remember as meditators here, that that which I look at, in this case called a state of mind which is difficult, that which I can label and describe clearly, that which I can share with others, so it's something which is looked at, described, thought about, possibly shared with uh, another, that which is looked at cannot possibly be yourself. Not a chance. Just because it feels close, just because the eye lands in the middle of it at times, but there are the moments of saying, this is the state of mind. We might say, oh, this is in the reaction, oh, this is my ego reacting. This doesn't help. This is more um, uh, problem in the pers perspective. What might be clearer to say, this is a formation of the ego, the ego. Not making a claim over the experience, you didn't want it, you didn't invite it, you didn't say to yourself, I think I'll have a, I'm ready, I'm gonna have a really unhappy, miserable day today, because I'm ready for it. It arose, it is present, and we are giving, in the wisdom of the practice here, three extra points of interest with the experience. So mindfulness is accompanied with the first, seeing the changes. It comes and it goes, it's strong and it weak, it lasts for a period of time, it will go. No matter what the experience, it will go. 
So one is seeing the points of changes. Two, recognizing and acknowledging the unsatisfactoriness of it. That's all, just to be quite clear about it, due to, what it, as I mentioned before, control, the changeability, the influence it is having, being honest, one needs to be honest in these teachings for liberation. And thirdly, just remembering, since it's an object of interest, called the state of mind, that which is the object of interest is not myself, not who I am, and it is not mine. It is an event taking place in the dynamics of mind and body. And if you can remember to bring in, in the Pali, Anicca, Pacheya, Dukkha, Dukkha, Pacheya, Anatta, that in the impermanence and change contributes to recognition of the unsatisfactoriness, and recognition of the unsatisfactoriness sees it's not self, not it's impersonal. And if that accompanies your mindfulness practice when appropriate, that um, direction towards that will be an expression of clear comprehension. When it's understood, wisdom will come to these challenging and difficult mind states. They are the outcome of insight, the outcome of um, mindfulness, clear comprehension, and seeing their characteristics. How am I doing? All right, I'm just having a look at the clock here, see how the time's rolling by. Uh, rolling, rolling by. With the joy and uh, uh, the sweetnesses uh, of the joy, I think it would be a, a pity to impose those three characteristics, feeling happy, joy, kindness, gratitude, and appreciation. Because the being is nourished. The being is, the heart is feeling nourished and supportive there. The application of seeing the impermanence and the unsatisfactoriness and the non-self, the impersonal, is important if you, in the experience of joy and happiness, you catch yourself clinging to it, investing in it, putting a lot of I, me, and my. I want this, I want to keep this, I want to get this back. So when all, all of that starts coming in there, then in those times, you wish to see, wow, the changes there, the unsatisfactoriness of the clinging and say, ha ah, this is the old, this is the ego coming in and demanding continuity of the pleasurable and the lovable and the happiness. So everything is to free the being up, nourish 
of the heart and happiness and love so beautiful. See if there's any clinging or expectation, you can keep it and let it go of that, let it be in its natural rhythm. And with the unpleasant, difficult experiences, to really work with the, uh, the changes uh, uh, that, go, uh, that go on. Just a couple of uh, uh, more points and I'll uh, check out with you uh, there. <coughs> Pardon me. In the home life, despite um, <coughs> the various governments, um, they must be having quite a struggle, those sitting around the table and deciding in various ways, in a way, what the, the future of our citizenship is, how are we going to be, what is going to happen. Immense pressure on wanting to know what the next steps are. Are the doors going to open up a little, etc., etc. Can we travel, not travel, and much, much more. And with that, all that which is going on around, which affects us, which triggers some thought and uh, thinking, as that information in various ways comes to us, if, for example, I take example, um, you read a newspaper, you watch a program, news program, current affairs program, um, radio or whatever. Your being, our being, its presentation to the event called the television documentary, called the evening news, called the radio report or whatever, the newspaper. It requires at this time, any time really, a real sense of the calm and the steadiness which is required to listen with space around what you listen to in order that there isn't the old landing in the present and stimulating stress, stimulating optimism. And sometimes our political leaders, their advisors, the scientists and the medical community, they are worried for us that we might feel anxious so they give us some optimism to make us feel a little comfortable. But the optimistic viewpoint doesn't work out. We get to the date where the optimism is supposed to be real and it doesn't happen or it just changes a little bit. So the listening is a really good practice. And it's not just being mindful of what you listen to, but it's a quiet voice of authority which gives the extra recognition 
in a fast-changing world. And the extra recognition is, this is what I am listening to today. This is what I am reading today. This is what they are telling me today. It's true, it's honest, and once again, those words, same from anybody else to us, if we say this is today, it then gives a bit more space with our impressions today, disappointments tomorrow. Disappointment and despair because somewhere we've been carrying things along in images and projections and we got out of touch. So it's an extraordinary challenge to live the day fully. If we're going to receive information, coronavirus as one example there, whoa, we need the meditator's presence. We need clear comprehension. This is what is happening today. And that's therefore not compounding nor building up a fearful or optimistic tomorrow. We don't know. Our leaders don't know. Our beloved scientists don't know. Our medical experts don't know. And we've got to stay very, very steady uh, uh, with this. At home, um, the nourishment element, <coughs> very keen aspect of the teachings, is in four areas to nourish the whole being. And each one of them matters. If you can <clears throat> remember them, it will be helpful. One is food. And food is really healthy, nourishing food. And keeping away from the processed food, the chemical food, the meat industry, what, what else? The chemical industry and all of that. Really, that one's practice to be really nourished for health and for a being which is strengthening the immune system. Everything that goes into the mouth is to be mindful of it and chew it well, as we learned in the monastery, swallow it so that it's almost a, a liquid, leave space in the stomach afterwards, and one says, 95% of what is eaten is really nourishing healthy food. Really make it a priority, regardless of the age. The second uh, nourishment comes through the senses. You look out of your window, sky above, earth below, really can spend some really healthy time looking out the window, just looking at life, clouds and blue skies. And if you live in a street like I do, it's about 55 houses in the street. I can see it behind you uh, there. And neighbors walk by, the dogs walk by, the kids walk by, just life is still going on. And just enjoy to appreciate. You listen. Listen might be to teachings, YouTube, online, you listen to music, 
take the nourishment from it. Uh, the third is under the general label of consciousness. And what that means is mindfulness, awareness, giving attention to that which matters. And do not rely on habit for that. So, nourishing through food, nourishment coming through all the senses, uh, there. nourishment through practice, through dharma, through meditation, through mindfulness, uh, there. and the nourishment which comes as well with intentionality and communication. And that would include with the other healthy conversations, that intentionality would include um, uh, the arts and creativity. And if you and I, we say to ourselves, I have this day on this earth. I do not know what tomorrow will bring, but let me live with nourishment of healthy food. Let me live with receptivity to the sense doors and the sense objects. Let me live and, and feel nourishment through mindfulness and meditations, <coughs> reflections. Let me live and bring out the creativity and the intentionality with communication. And if those are really grounded and a real part of your daily life, because you know them, you remember them, you practice them and you apply them, it will transform the life. So when listening to teachings, such as today, such as with Sonia <coughs> and other marvelous people on this earth, it's what we listen to, I think mostly, we know already. And mindfulness in its multiple meanings, it, doesn't, it never has a single meaning. I, that's a Western, weird Western idea. In one of its multiple meanings that it has is very simple, not forgetting. That's also, not forgetting the nourishing diet, not forgetting receptivity to the senses, not forgetting consciousness, not forgetting creativity and intentionality in communication. And you say, yes to each one of those uh, uh, there will be fine. And if we forget, my usual one-liner, good luck, you'll need it. All right, let's have a couple of quiet minutes together. And then an invitation to any responses, any uh, questions or whatever, okay. <clears throat>
may all beings experience nourishment inwardly. May all beings experience nourishment from the outer. May all beings explore the rich and liberated way of life. I'll just have a look and um, 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 mutual. All right. So, any um, questions? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I want to say thank you for that talk. It it turns my mind so so much because i was so embarrassed and overwhelmed today especially because i we didn't reach you uh, to the one-to-one -one and we tried everything oh so did you? the help of friends and we didn't get through somehow i don't know right. so but now <laughs> but now yeah it was so much power and i see this uh, transforming power when listen to you and I want to thank you. <laughs> no. right, okay. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, um, you've got my email address, have you? So what you could do but, is... Yes, but my computer c crashes as well these days. So oh I yeah, mine is in the same boat. Not this one, but the, uh, upstairs, yes. Old and it's on its... Uh, it's going to computer heaven rather soon, I suspect. Yeah, right. All right. So, so I will get next a new one, but um, um, I will. If you, you could send me a text message. I know Sonia did already with your phone. You tell me a time. If if you can't get hold of me, I'll ring. I'll get hold of you. Yeah, we try in the next days. All right. Okay. Lovely. And then we'll make it. It'd be lovely to uh, uh, talk with you. We can meet easily on uh, WhatsApp and use the phone and uh, connect that way no problem Dieter, we'll give you many greetings he was now so exhausted he's sleeping now all right so. good all right give him lots of lots of love and uh, we'll, we'll definitely be in communication soon yes yes he will right. come this evening and join again okay you're very welcome thank right. you thank you <laughs> all right guys thank you yes anyone please Oh, there's a there's a message. So I'm going to do a, 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 a click on the chat. <coughs> uh, the I'll read the message to you. It says, "Throughout the week, you have reminded me of so much I already know. I have a feeling the once internalized state of mindfulness has got a bit lost in day-to-day -day life." Any advice on finding a way back to living more mindfully? <laughs> and one of those who, if I may say, tend to hand out advice very quickly and very frequently. And I remind myself that in the English, there's advice, and it's um, two syllables, and the second one is vice. So sometimes therapists are hesitant to hand out advice. 
they, they would like their good clients to find for themselves. But Dharma, we can say anything we like. It's a bit more freestyle. And in, in that, so as the person points out, it, the mindfulness can be you know, fairly well established. And then it kind of fades as other things around us or internally um, start to take over a little bit. And then with that, there is little concern that there can be some reaction. What happened to my mindfulness? We can start getting a bit judgmental on ourselves or whatever. So humility matters a great deal. And the humility here would be to take one small situation of the day and make that the priority for the mindfulness. This means you're not saying to yourself, oh, I've got to be more mindful in more moments of the day. This sounds to me like a pressure. And it will only make it more difficult. Someone might just take one activity of the day and you could take a room. That's more than enough. You could just take your bathroom and your toilet. This is the sacred shrine of my flat or my home. This is the meditation center, the toilet, the shower. This is where you do your main practice. And not just one day and think, oh, I've mastered it. I had a shower and I felt all the sensations on the body. And, I, uh, and then I sat on the toilet and I did a great letting go or whatever it might be. So you say, okay, the sacred shrine, the temple of my home today or this week would is this room and when you say yeah okay i've got it yeah. and you've got a, a huge sign on the door outside it's and the sign says mindfulness zentrum the mindfulness center and that's where you go for your training and for your practice and then if you feel yes I'm, yes when i walk in well yeah right i'm there with it okay then you're privileged you may have another room. Or you may have the washing up. So in other words, one thing at a time. Get one thing established, get confident in it, you're on the right track, and then you take a second without forgetting that which was before. And gradually, the mindfulness, the clear comprehension, the seeing of impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, non-self will come in. More space, the joy will come in uh, as well. The, ah, I'm back into to being well established. One thing at a time. Don't be ambitious about the whole day. You'll get a kick up the backside if you try it. <laughs> Self can be too ambitious. <laughs> Anyone?
I'm another thing. Yes, please. Yes. If I may talk. Um, you say if you have unpleasant experiences, there are three possibly reactions. So I want to keep them. Yeah. To to crave on them. That's not the right one. The next is uh, to accept too easily. You say that sounds too passive. That's also not the right one. Uh -huh. yeah. The third one is um, to see clearly, embrace it somehow, but that is quite difficult and uh, I cannot feel it really. I feel it really uh, what it means to look at it, feel through, uh, be with this in time, but it's uh, really uh, subtle, a subtle yes. one. Yes, it is. So what I had in mind, as you just mirrored there, difficult situation is going on. Human event. The unpleasantness, that unpleasantness uh, is healthy, normal, experienced by the Buddha of the Buddhas, shall we say, as well as us. Uh, people. We're not trying to get rid of the unpleasant. There's not a chance anyway. What's more important is what do we do with this unpleasantness? What do we make of it? Yeah. We might make of it, when is it going to away? Going away. That puts pressure. I want this to stop. I want it to go away. It's never going to go away. It's so difficult. We've made too much of it in that. We might say, oh, I must just learn to accept this. But the acceptance isn't carrying with it, in my view, a kind of understanding of what is happening. So we might have a little acceptance for a while, but then it will come back. Um, a third is the... Um, going back into the past. And sometimes this is more of, I find more frequent in the Western and uh, our culture. We can begin to bring a psychology to it. And in that going back into the past, it could include experiences in childhood, in teenage, in adulthood and roles. And we say, oh, I'm experiencing all this difficulty due to the past. So sometimes it goes to the past, sometimes it goes to the future, sometimes it goes to the reaction. And teaching saying, take care with all of that. The exploration is more subtle, as you just mentioned, to see if we can look carefully and it's a kind of way of looking what do I need to be clear about? Not what I need to accept. What do I need to be clear about? What is the insight there? And we'll need the mindfulness and a certain space, just enough space to let something come through. And some insight. It has to come out of the being. The ego can't just go and get it. It, has, it really has just emerged uh, and to be 
to be patient. And while being patient, we're seeing it's changing, seeing it's unsatisfactory, seeing it's an object of interest, therefore it's not me, not myself, not who I am. So all that's still in place, but with a view for some insight and understanding. And therefore the situation may change. Insight takes the suffering out of the event. Nothing may change outwardly, but the insight takes the suffering out of it. The unpleasantness will be, can be there. That's, that's human being. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Anyone, any uh, response? So I'll just take um, a couple of uh, uh, minutes. So we, those who've been with us, you know, day in, day out, and we really uh, appreciated it uh, very much. And we're on the uh, sixth day uh, uh, today. The uh, evening time going to fall into uh, three periods. I'm on duty this evening, aren't I, Sonia? And, um, and with the evening time, there'll be the 20 minute guided meditation with a theme. Um, then I'll uh, ask if there are any responses, uh, concerns that you may have. Uh, there's a question up there. And then thirdly, I'll speak about the dana, about the donations to give support to uh, Sonia uh, and, my, and myself. And all of this is a kind of week, first week actually for both of us of offering an online course. There's been a big learning curve. And I'm also will speak to you this evening, not only on behalf of us, but in regular contact with the ward house where in a more easier world, we will all have been together over these past week uh, there and just asking and wishing to give them some support as well. Uh, and it isn't easy when there is no uh, income uh, coming in for the centre and still all the outgoing costs. So I'll um, speak a little bit about that to you. And Sonia has sent out to you um, the uh, general information. Normally, we would put this out on um, on the table um, near the donation bowl at the end of the retreat. So everything's in a kind of different kind of form. And th thank you very much for your good patience with us as we uh, uh, learn. And any uh, responses, anything which you feel might be uh, helpful uh, for us uh, in any way, do email Sonia, do email myself, and. Um, and so, so we can go and develop uh, in this form, which we hope will come to an end as soon as possible. We, we, we like the, the tangible, human, direct contact uh, there. But I found for myself, uh, on the first day or so, 
I had the uh, thought, well, this is this isn't easy. I'm, I'm used to uh, 45 years of teaching in the Dharma Hall, uh, like all the previous generations of the last two and a half thousand years. And now it's uh, a new form. But as the days have gone by with your good presence and communications and the email messages and messages from uh, Sonia uh, as well, it, I'm really appreciating it's, it is workable. <laughs> and it requires a little bit more trust because on a retreat we can keep our eye on you. So we give teachings, then we trust you to apply them. <laughs> I can't see you, we trust you, you're doing it. If we speak about mindfulness, clear comprehension, <coughs> Nietzsche, impermanence, and, uh, and making your toilet your holy shrine, <laughs> make it. <laughs> and we trust you, you're doing it. So that, that's the, to me, that's the big change. Uh, uh, so uh, we'll, 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 we'll see. <laughs> All right. So I'll just have a quick look on the, on the screen, on the side uh, here. Um, um, it's, uh, thank you, one person. And then reminds me of the uh, Tonglen meditation, um, which uh, you did with Sonia yesterday evening. And the person said it was uh, extremely powerful and uh, precious that uh, Sonia was able to uh, uh, offer this. And this range of broad mindfulness practices and teachings, they have a, a power to them, but to use this word power um, a great deal. The power of trust, the power of meditation practices, the power of insights, the power of love, the power of wise application of energy. So we're in the exploration of, of that which is powerful and to, in, in a non-egotistical way. That's, that's precious. All right, all good? Let's have a, a quiet minute or two together, shall we? Just to finish. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> Lovely. Thank you, everybody. And just a small reminder that tomorrow morning, Sonia and I will be on screen. And that will be um, nine o'clock in um, time in uh, Germany in the morning, eight o'clock uh, here in uh, Britain. And at that time, we'll speak to you about the transitions you know, with, the, with the daily life, upcoming programs and uh, uh, much more uh, available uh, online. Take any uh, questions, have a loving kindness uh, meditation uh, to conclude. And the intention is to start sharp on nine o'clock and to finish around uh, by about 10, 15 
uh, tomorrow morning. So look forward to uh, or being well seeing you all this evening and uh, again to tomorrow morning. Uh, uh, lots of love and enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Okay, I'll switch out now. Okay. <laughs>